Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Sorry, Mark's very busy right now getting our text connect up, so he won't be able to speak for several minutes. Hold on, I can only do one thing. I at know, a... I realize. Yeah, that's the you... sad thing about being a guy, is you can only do one thing at a time. I well, that's speak for yourself. I can multitask. No, I've oh, seen Oh, yes, you. I can. <laughs> that's a good one. Now, I can do more than you can do. Oh, yeah? So, what can name two things you can do simultaneously and give full attention to both? Think and chew gum. <laughs> I've seen you pausing in your gum chewing because you're thinking of something. No, that doesn't work. No, guys think they could do two things at once because they actually do one thing and pause for a moment and do something else, then switch back. But women can literally do two things at once, so good for them. We should have, you say so. We should have women doing this show. <laughs> Well, oh, you will have a... Next week, we will have a female guest yes. on while you take a day off. Yes. Carrie Albright's coming back right. on Wednesday. I get an undeserved day off on Wednesday, and Carrie Albright will be here. So, uh, And Joe's going to have to think during that show. Are you ready? And I'll have to be polite. Too, right. Carrie's and a nice person. You can't just come <laughs> through with a Fox News misquote and oh, yes, stick I can. it to her. That's not going to work. <laughs> so she'll see right through that. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. If you want to read uh, lately, we've talked a lot about uh, President Biden and the impasse in Washington related to the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better $3.5 trillion plan. And the oh, but wait a minute. There's something even bigger than that. Okay. The well, FBI can... is now cracking down on parents who go to school board meetings. Okay. All right. At the so insistence of Joe Biden. Right. We can talk about that. I'm sure that's another misquote from Fox. So that's happening. And we can uh, discuss. Facebook was on the hot seat yesterday as our morning progresses. We're going to hear from a CBS News reporter at Eight forty-five this morning. Uh, reporter Stacy Lynn, who's covered the hearings yesterday in Washington D.C. and has been covering the Facebook debacle, so she will have that. But we have open phones right now, and we'd love to hear from you. You can call one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. And if you do text us, make sure you put the keyword OT in there, and our uh, program is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, so please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do what I did. Buy your next vehicle, as I did my last vehicle from the Sunbury Motor Company. Did you see the picture of the front of the New York Post this morning? No. Uh, It's a picture of a group of ladies who were attending school board meetings, and now the Biden administration wants them declared to be domestic terrorists. Is the Post a conservative newspaper? It is, yes. Oh, I got you. Okay. So, uh, taken out of context, what did President Biden say yesterday? Well, nothing but Merrick Garland, and um, I've heard somebody say, gee, now I wonder what kind of a Supreme Court justice he might have made because he's unleashing the FBI on people who go to school board meetings. Now, I can understand if there's a threat of violence, but it's certainly intimidating to have 
have the FBI look into whether or not you, you're going to a school board meeting to protest something about your child's education. That's the good old American way. If we allow protests in the streets for other things like George Floyd, deservedly mm-hmm. so, I'm not going to argue that point. Parents should be allowed to go to school board meetings and protest as, uh, as impassionedly as they care to, short of violence. Okay. But what's happening now? What's happening now is that the teachers' unions and the school board unions are getting upset about these parents coming and actually questioning them. And so now they're trying to get the Biden administration to sick the FBI on these people. Very chilling. Okay. So school board, who, who wants the FBI to investigate? The Biden administration. Oh, okay. So the FBI, or I'm sorry, Joe Biden is actively soliciting and pushing and promoting and making sure that the Let FBI me tell you the story. investigates. House well, let's talk. We have a caller. We All asked right. for a caller. We got him. And it's yeah, obvious it's that your story is missed. just Eric. He's Where's your same story thing every from? day is going to thank us for calling and go off on vaccines. Where's your story but we from? love you, Eric. Thank you. Your <laughs> FBI bogus story, where is it from? It is from Fox News. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I rest my case. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, folks who know the truth about whatever Joe's talking about, feel free to line up after Eric, and uh, but Joe will do his uh, one-sided false version momentarily. But we're glad to say we've asked for and received a telephone call. Eric, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Ah, oh, the heck with all you guys. It's a terrible day. It's raining. As, you know. Thank you. That's, <laughs> Sorry to that's, be on the that's, morning, that's, gentlemen. Feels Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, Fox News. Yeah, that's that's where I get all my information too. Yeah, everything's terrible. Um, so. COVID numbers are still up in the valley. They're, they're cresting or coming down nationwide, thank goodness. Um, I need to clarify my position from last week. Uh, I mean, people called me, or whatever, communist, what have you. Um, I'm not saying that people who are not vaccinated should not be able to get out. What I'm saying is if you're not vaccinated, then you should be required to, to wear a mask. That, 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 that's part of the... Uh, the social responsibility and social responsibility is not communism folks though they'll call me a communist you want i'm just for social responsibility my big thing is protecting my fellow people protecting uh, our kids and if that's being a communist well then (laughs) better look up what communism is well it's being big brother um, if nothing else you're you're trying to tell us you know better than us what's best for us you (laughs) want to protect us he does okay okay joe (laughs) explain to me then um as a socially responsible person, right. if you're choosing not to get vaccinated, which means you have, uh, according to the people being hospitalized and so forth, uh, nine, nine out of 10 people who are coming down with this now are not vaccinated. So you are being more socially unresponsible if you're being out amongst people and you're choosing not to vaccinate. We also know that wearing a mask helps prevent you from spreading the germs to other people. So, so why should I not, as a vaccinated person, have expectations from you to help keep me safe? Just like I have expectations from you as a licensed driver that you're not gonna be drunk behind the wheel, that you, as a licensed driver, have, uh, have you know, had some kind of training or have to have your license, you've been certified by the state as being able to drive. What's the difference? At the risk of plowing this same field over and over again, the difference (laughs) is personal responsibility. You need to do what you think protects you. I need to do what I think protects me. If you think I'm a danger to you, you avoid me. You maintain social distance. You (laughs) wear the mask. Again, the mask, again, we've thrown that the mask is you being protected. I'm being protected from you by you wearing a mask that holds your droplets, your sick 
unvaccinated germs in your own mouth, not spreading them <laughs> out to other people. Hey. Like my kids hey. who can't get vaccinated hey. yet. That was rude. That was rude. What <laughs> about social distancing, Eric? You know, you just keep your distance from me if you think I've got and, a problem. And, and, and I, I go to the Cisco football game, and how do I social distance? You don't go to well, the why, football game. If you're worried, if you're worried, you don't go to the game. to go to a football game and watch it and have my health be impugned by your choice not to get vaccinated. Sealens Grove football is available on Eagle 107's uh, live sports page. You don't <laughs> now, have to go. I was told we are not to be plugging things on this show. This is an open discussion show. It is. We're discussing your ability to go to a, see a football game without worrying about me coughing on you. <laughs> and, okay. But when you plug, you're still plugging uh, the coverage. So. Uh, but no, sure, I mean, that's it, what it's I get social paid responsibility. To do. I mean, again, and I'm going to use this, and you guys hate this, but if I have an open wound and I'm in Walmart and I'm bleeding all over the place, they're going to throw me out. While if I have bound that wound up to help minimize the spread of anything, I'll be fine. What's the difference? <laughs> the difference is you have your personal responsibility for you, and I have mine for me. If I think you're a danger to me, Eric, I'm not going to tell you to stay home. I'm just going to avoid you. I don't have well, why, to interact with you. Why do we you? have all the other vaccinations for kids in school? Why do we have all the other vaccinations with no one seems to have a problem with I, I think that getting vaccinated is a grand idea, but not everybody's going to do it. I mean, there are people being fired from their jobs now. The health care workers who were last year's heroes are this year's goats because some of them don't want to get vaccinated. Now we're going to fire them. We were all and praising I, them well, last my year. My point is, don't fire them, but require them to to uh, be tested. And that's what Susquehanna's doing right now. I think they have several students, okay. I forget how many, it's in the dozens, who are not vaccinated for whatever reason they must go on campus there's a little did you hear this did you happen to hear the story this morning they have to go get tested every so often to prove they're not you know contagious to the other students did you happen to hear the story this morning i think it was herschel walker's son who's a student at ucla he's taking all of his classes online all of them online and he's paid seventy thousand dollars for the year already and they have told him that unless he fills out a form saying that about his vaccination status they're going to cancel his classes they're not going to let him participate. Now, he's not even in school. He's doing it online. And they're saying to him, "Because you've got you've to come in here and you've got to tell us what your status is or we're going to throw you out of school. That's the kind of insanity that's going on here. We need individual responsibility, people to take oh, care of themselves. there's insanity, right, Joe? But it's on your side. It's this idea that all of a sudden public safety doesn't matter, public health public doesn't matter. Public safety does it's matter. It's all for, it's man, every man for himself. No, I don't think you should drive drunk. Mm. I don't think you should do other dangerous what's things. What's the difference? I think Eric is spot on. What's the difference? The it's difference, a public health risk. We know what's risky. Name a time in our history where we where we told people who are healthy to stay home because people who are sick are worried about about it. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about wearing 20? a mask, Mandy. How about 2020? <laughs> you know, during the height of the pandemic, which is still right here now. So. Well, we talk about the Thank ultimate so fear much, factor. Eric. That was it, brother. Thank you, Eric. You're not going to make any headway today, but uh, we really appreciate your call. No, in I agree with Eric that it's ideal, but it's not. I shouldn't be compelled. <laughs> My freedom is at stake. That's Unless, right. Of it course, is. it's abortion, in which case no freedom where, counts. Where people will not okay. exercise the their um, requirement to be a safe 
uh, person, All right, that's where the go. team has to step in, just like we pull okay. over drunk drivers. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks. Sorry, but we do really have to go. We have a guest it. coming on. Thank you, Eric. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Write that down. You'll need it during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll be right back. When it comes to car yeah, buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous yeah. discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. You're listening to On the Mark. Mark Lawrence, Joe McGranahan on the phone. CBS correspondent Stacy Lynn, who was covering in Washington, D.C., the hearings yesterday with Facebook. And Stacy, good morning. Welcome on board the program. Good morning. A pleasure to be here. I do appreciate that. And Mark Lawrence here also, Joe McGranahan, the voice you just heard. Uh, is, are we ready to start to talk about some legislation that will emerge from this? We heard a lot about what this woman had to say. And, of course, we've had Facebook under the microscope. Do you think finally we're going to get something out of the Congress? And was she credible? Well, I can say this for a fact. This is one issue that it seems that Democrats and Republicans are agreeing on. And to say that is a huge statement, obviously, on Capitol Hill. I mean, this goes back a lot, guys. Obviously, the Wall Street Journal was given all those internal Facebook documents on all the harmful effects. And we didn't know who had kind of leaked these documents, who the person was, who this whistleblower was. But that person meant business. And she sent the documents not only to the Wall Street Journal, but sent them to lawmakers. And that's how this ball got rolling on Capitol Hill. And so two senators had called hearings on this during that first hearing. A bit ago, Facebook executives defended themselves, of course, saying that most users have a positive experience with the app. And up until this point, we didn't know who this person was. And if you asked if she was a credible source, we find out now that the whistleblower was a Facebook product manager. She is no longer with Facebook. Her name is Frances Haugen. So she showed her face for the first time this week on 60 Minutes. Yesterday, she faced senators and kind of spilled the beans. And there were some pretty damning things that she had to say. She said, Facebook puts profit before safety. That was kind of the big umbrella statement. She said Facebook knew it was promoting anorexia content to young users. She said the different authoritarian or terrorist-based leaders were using the site to spy on people. And that from what she had seen, executives would rather risk misinformation than risk losing money. She really kind of conveyed how Facebook's business model relied on constantly tweaking the algorithms to keep us engaged. So that means, obviously, to people that are just kind of scrolling aimlessly on Facebook during their, you know, their workday, wasting a little time, things will constantly be updated and changed, even if that stuff that was showing up on your feed was harmful. They didn't care because it kept you interested and it kept you watching and it kept you on their site longer. So she's calling on Congress to regulate 
regulate social media and make it possible for people to actually sue companies over algorithms that promote harmful content. So right now, Mark Zuckerberg is in kind of reactionary rebuttal mode, and he is denying, denying, denying everything. He posted this lengthy rebuttal on Facebook, naturally, in a post. He said he shared this with his company and his employees. Now he was sharing it with everyone. He called her testimony uh, as painting a false picture and that the company cares deeply about safety. He said her accusations were deeply illogical and just not true. So clearly this is just the beginning of what could be a very heated battle. Um, we are Representative Adam Schiff, by the way, saying that Haugen should testify about how Facebook could have played a role in the January 6th insurrection. So that brings an entirely new uh, subject matter to the mix as well. Congress wants to hear more from Mark Zuckerberg, and they're not going as far as saying that they're going to subpoena him. Uh, Facebook has not confirmed yet if he will appear or not. He's not shy from doing this. He's been on Capitol Hill many times and uh, talking to senators and lawmakers about many things with the company. So I do expect that he probably will agree to it and appear before Congress to defend his company. Well, uh, you, uh, Zuckerberg said that her testimony was deeply illogical. As a reporter, mm-hmm. did you find any illogic in what she reported? Did you, were there any glaring illogical items that came forward? You know, you always have these um, these people speak up, and then you have the fact checkers that go through bit by bit to see, you know, what is really true and what is really either not true or hasn't been proved yet. And, you know, from what I've been reading and what I've been, you know, reporting on so far, she seems like a pretty credible source and not just a, you know, uh, someone that, you know, is mad at her company and, and wants to point out the flaws. So as of this point, what she says seems very true. It goes in line with everything and the accusations we've been hearing for months about, you know, the issues and problems with, you know, Instagram and Facebook. I was struck by how the lawmakers handled themselves in the past when they had a chance to talk to anybody from Facebook or Google or Apple. They would be like, oh, well, what's a meme or, or, you know, define (laughs) a click-through. What's a click-to or a click-through, you know, these kind of things. But they were informed. They had great questions. They, They were really asking things that spoke to, you know, is what she's reporting on widespread or is this an anomaly in her comp- in, in, in the company? Did you also notice that evolution? And also, is Mark Zuckerberg evolving? I noticed his uh, denial overnight really uh, t- was that was just that, a full-blown denial, almost to a letter in the past. He said, uh, well, okay, we didn't realize that. I'm sorry about that. We're going to fix that. You know, I'm, I'm terrible. Go ahead and regulate me, I think he's even said. So do you see lawmakers and Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook evolving through this period? Well, I hope so. I think Mark Zuckerberg realizes that um, there is no way that he can come out of this looking good in any way, shape, or form. I mean, there's too many accusations and allegations that keep coming forward. I mean, this is, like I said, not the first time he's testified on Capitol Hill about this, and it seems like this time around with this, this internal person that is specifically finger-pointing very specific and very damning things, um, I think his back's against the wall. So there has to be some accountability on the side of Mark Zuckerberg and his company and um, lawmakers seem to be all four together which is shocking in Washington but the Democrats and Republicans coming together saying yeah there needs to be some regulating here. Well Stacey from a regular, regulatory standpoint what what uh, what is the feeling of Congress what is it you think they might do or you know if you can tell us uh, where they're leaning I think that would be helpful. 
I think that's actually the big question. I'm not exactly sure where they go from here and how they can regulate such a big thing, because like we've seen before, when they try to regulate big, you know, the, the free speech, you know, uh, question always gets thrown into the mix. You know, what is free speech? What are you allowed to say or do publicly and what can be regulated? So I think that's where the, the big line is going to have to be drawn. And a lot of uh, um, a lot of sticklers will jump out into this one for sure in the free speech category to say, you know, whoa, pull the reins back a little bit, even though it could be for the better good of people like us that look at Facebook and are seeing these, you know, these ag- uh, algorithms come up with some negative content. Um, there still is the question of free speech in the mix. So that, that's the big, the big umbrella over this. I think that the lawmakers are going to have to figure out where that fine line is that's legal. Well, her testimony was interesting to me in one respect. She says that the current algorithms base what you see based on past preferences, but she had another suggestion for that. I think she said, called it linear. Do you, what, what is she mean by that? Did you get any sense? Not exactly sure. I mean, because sometimes you, I think you probably see it as well when you're on Facebook or on any of these social media sites, the things that populate, you always think, well, how do they know I was just talking about this or that? And, and right. it always goes in line with, you know, they're always watching you in some way, shape or form. So not exactly sure. Are you starting to get a sense from monitoring the day after what parents or other folks are doing? Are you seeing companies that saying uh, we're not going to advertise or parents say we're not going to go on it or, or kids saying we're not going to go on it or parents saying their kids aren't going to go on it. I mean, this thing about anorexia that they guide, somehow use the algorithm to yeah. guide students towards those kind of groups is pretty scary. It is pretty scary. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg did try to address that a little bit yesterday with um, trying to back up his company's new kind of stricter policies that they were trying to enforce with Instagram and trying to change on Instagram more of a um, towards the younger kids. But those things have kind of been put on hold right now as they're trying to figure out how to navigate these kind of muddy waters at the moment. And how does an algorithm direct somebody to, into anorexia? Explain what, what sort of a sequence could look like well, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's how people perceive what they're seeing on their feeds. And young kids, obviously, very impressionable. And if you are advertising things specifically to get their attention, knowing, I mean, this is a, a world we live in right now where our kids, I have two teenage daughters, are literally on TikTok nonstop, and they speak in TikTok language and YouTube language that I don't necessarily understand. They're very impressionable. They know that these kids are going to click on something and look at something and maybe get swayed by whatever they see. Not that us adults are, are a little bit, you know, we're a little bit smarter to that, but we still get kind of fall into those traps as well. The kid's so much more impressionable. Did any of the congressmen or the senators or the people that were questioning yesterday, I forget, was it House or Senate? I think it was House, wasn't it? Did, Senate. It was Senate, Senate. Okay. Committee. Did any of them have any useful suggestions for what might be done to make these problems less severe, if you will? Not that we heard yet. I think this is just the start of probably many hearings that we're going to have on this subject. Of course, in Washington, it seems like you can't get something done just by the snap of snap of the fingers. It's going to be a long process to get to um, something agreeable so that the social media sites are responsible and take some accountability for what they're selling to us. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for the thank information you. and the analysis and the observations. We'll stay in touch. So we'll go back through uh, CBS, uh, the news desk, and get back in touch with you in the days and weeks ahead and uh, do another check. But we're always this. going to be polite to you because I see in your bio that you do some boxing, and we're very peaceful people here. I <laughs> 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 will be very nice to you. Right, <laughs> very thank, nice. Thanks. Thank you so much, Take Stacey. Care. Bye. All right. That is uh, Stacey Lynn, uh, works for CBS News, but she's been all over the map in and around Baltimore and Washington as a key reporter at WBAL and uh, for Washington News Services. And uh, what you said three decades? You looked at her bio? Yeah, she's had several decades of experience. She's also been in the, the music part of the business, too. So she's, she looks she's like won she, several uh, Edward R. Murrow Awards. You think she could knock you out? Uh, I She is certainly dangerous. <laughs> okay. So, yes, she and a very well-known voiceover artist in the in the field as well. So, Stacy Lynn, we're glad we had an opportunity to invite her to be on uh, WKOK. Well, we have uh, lit up the email. I yeah, think I want to read this one because I, uh, Eric and I, kiddie, Eric and I have discussions all the time, and I th- I'm sure he knows I was kidding him or kidding when it's Mark. Eric is on the line. Joe, same old thing. You will thank us and then go on about the vaccine. Yet Stan, Mike from Bloom, Dan, Al, day after day cover their same old topics. Joe, you never say a word about that. Eric has an opinion. It differs from yours, and now that is the same old thing. Why would anyone that disagrees with you bother to call your program? Eric and I kid each other all the time, and it was certainly not done in the spirit of being nasty to him because he always makes intelligent phone calls. I may not agree with him, but it's always fun to talk to Eric. But I do reserve the right to kid him, and he kids me back. <laughs> well, he always also says, uh, uh, thank you for letting me be on the radio or something well, like that. Thank you for taking so, my call. <laughs> so, yeah, we always, we always kid him in advance and say, say you're uh, welcome. <laughs> you're welcome before he even says it. So, yeah, but, uh, well, and I think, uh, but it's, it's an interesting point. You know, Joe and I can anticipate that Eric has been an advocate for masking and to make sure that people do common sense public health thing so we anticipate we know and he did tell our producer that was going to be his topic today right. so we sure knew that's did. where he was headed so but uh, yeah but we tried to respect everybody who calls eric or uh, or anybody i don't think we have you know we may question people about their opinions and they question us about ours and that's what the program is about so, and we invite everybody to call, absolutely everybody, uh, whether we like you or not. All right? So, one, that didn't come out right. Well, there's nobody we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. There may be some people that don't like us. But I get a little <laughs> irritated at you from time to time. Oh, though. you're kidding. I do. <laughs> this is a big bulletin to no one. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Write that down. You will need it if you wish to be insulted by us on the next hour. 1-800-795-9565. We're glad to say we have a fact. Fabulous producer, Tony's on the other side of the glass, taking great care of us. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. 
Tony Fino is on the other side of the glass, taking fabulous care of us. So we really appreciate that. He's our producer today and tomorrow. Rob Center's got the day off, so uh, we're glad Tony squeezed us into his already busy schedule. He's the busiest intern. When he said, uh, I'm smart and I can do almost anything you need me to do, like four staff members came back here and said, oh, Tony, can you do this? Uh, we want you to be an announcer on 94KX. Yeah. We want you First to do thing on the Tony mark. should learn, never volunteer. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, he's uh, he's a busy guy these days, so we appreciate that. Super skilled. All right, so we got On the Mark now underway. On the Mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We had Stacy Lynn from the CBS News uh, Army on the line uh, talking about uh, the whistleblower in Washington, D.C., and how Facebook is going to need regulation probably or at least get broken up because they've just become so big and so onerous. My view is, hey, they're a private company. Let them do what they want if they get kids mixed up in anorexia that's the kids fault they should stay off so of facebook laissez faire yeah what's what's <laughs> we'll get joe's view on this but we'd love your opinion should we regulate facebook break it up uh, tell them to stop uh directing kids towards anorexia support groups so uh, what's your view on that 1-800-795-9565 uh, one of our good listeners eric called in and joe treated him rudely but nonetheless oh, eric said not. it was, I was kidding <laughs> oh, okay sorry uh joe well Anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, we talked about the fact that the mask mandates are perfectly appropriate in many settings because it's a public health measure. It's like a stop sign. Everybody's got to take a little extra precaution or work uh, to keep everybody else safe. So what's your view on that? We have four emails related to that, so we can uh, talk about that. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. We'd love to hear from you today. If you are a first-time caller, boy, tell uh, Mr. Tony that, and he'll make sure that uh, you get kind of raised up and talked about here a little bit extra. So call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM, our show sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Some brief news headlines. The Northampton County DA Tony Matalevich out with more warnings about scams, believe it or don't. He says folks are stepping it up. Amazon.com scams, Medicare scams, you name it, agency on aging, false people, and uh, Medicare issues are popping up. The district attorney says make sure you're talking to whomever uh, says they are. Make sure they really are that person. Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We have made some progress over the years. So over the last 30 plus years, we've made a ton of progress support victims and survivors, the criminal justice system holding abusers accountable, and really working to create and update legislation to further those goals. Transitions of PA CEO Mei-Ling Krantz are talking about the fact that the month has paid off by calling attention to domestic violence awareness. There's an event tomorrow night, a drumming in, in, uh, invitation is out there, a trivia night on the 14th, a Facebook live candlelight visual on the 21st, and a major speaking event coming up on the 28th. Uh, more about that on our podcast page. If you lost $104 million yesterday, last year, you can bet. The state legislature would wonder if you're a state agency and you lost that much money, what are you doing? Well, that was the question being asked yesterday in the House Transportation Committee. 
The committee's Democratic chair, Mike Carroll, says the bill would lower the threshold needed to trigger a vehicle registration suspension for unpaid turnpike tolls from six violations to four and from $500 in outstanding tolls and administrative fees to $250. But it doesn't at all address the challenges we have with out-of-state drivers. It does not address the challenges of folks that obscure their license plates for one reason or another. It is a modest step that I think will make a difference try and get the attention of folks with respect to having their registration potentially suspended. The Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission recently confirmed the loss of more than $100 million in unpaid turnpike tolls last year as it switched to all electronic tolling. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And finally, we got a free promotional liner announcement yesterday from the Lion Mountain School District. Yeah. All right, I'll count to three. One, two... Three. You're listening to WKOK. Yay, Matt Catrillo and the elementary school kids at Line Mountain. Uh, Matt was there with our uh, WKOK vehicle as part of Vehicular Career Day. There were cranes and construction vehicles, a North Shore railroad truck. You'd love this, Joe. It can ride right on the railroad tracks. I've seen it. Yep, it's a good one. So you you want to ride in that one? All right. So we got open phones right now. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Where are we headed, Joe? Well, we have several. <laughs> quite a few. Uh, emails. One says, Eric, you come from the premise that everyone is infected. No one has the right to point fingers at everyone whom you believe to be infected. That's signed by Dennis. Uh, Kim from Millersburg says, millions of Americans have fully recovered from COVID and have an immunity probably better and more long-lasting than those who are vaccinated. Why on earth should they get a vaccination? They're already protected. And then Doug says, Eric, you must still believe the nonsense that if you got vaccinated, you won't get sick and can't spread the virus. He said the unvaccinated should have to wear a mask to protect the vaccinated. Eric, you're vaccinated, so what are you worried about? My sister just came back from a beach vacation with her husband's family, and almost everyone there came home with COVID. Turns out a vaccinated couple who had symptoms were the ones who spread the virus to everyone else. They knew they weren't feeling well, but thought they couldn't spread it to others, but they spread their dirty vaccinated germs to the entire family. Oh, and my sister and brother-in-law were sick, but da- but doing much better now thanks to, that's right, Ivermectin. <laughs> good, good email. Boy, that, uh, that, that's, that And they don't have any worms either. Has it all. That email has it all. It does. People with Thank uh, you, Doug. what commonly held myths that the uh, exposed people had, had the ivermectin doing its thing. So you've read all these except that big one then? Except the big one and okay. the text that just came in. Super duper. Okay. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. Good talking with you. Well, Joe, you mentioned these school, school board meetings. What you're seeing is the heavy hand of Biden's administration trying to control the people by using threats. And when our forefathers set up this country, they wanted a government that would fear the people instead of we the people fearing the government. And the Biden administration and a lot of left-wingers want to the, the other way. They want the, us, we the citizens, to fear the government. And you hear that through different calls we you get in on this station. 
they uh, would appreciate control over your life, every aspect of it, rather than have freedom. A lot of times people will choose control over freedom. Now, have there been other presidents that wanted to control people's freedoms? I know President Trump didn't want the NFL players to kneel during the games. In fact, one of them fired, and he wanted all the protesters arrested during that, you know, that tumultuous summer of Black Lives Matters and when their violence, uh, even if there was no violence, he wanted them pushed back. Have there been other administrations, Republican or Democrat, that have been trying to do what you're describing, this idea of making people afraid of the government rather than the other way? around uh, somewhat somewhat but not to this extent now as I call it the planned damage what this what they're they're using this to put control on the people and it, it, it shows up all over the place look at the school board meetings as Joe mentioned them threatened to bring in the FBI and under the Biden administration they proposed to hire at least 18,000 more IRS workers 18,000 and if yesterday I could be in trouble I made a transaction I took out $600 out of my banking account. And they're saying every transaction, $600 or more, they they want to know it. So I could be in trouble if this keeps going on. They want to know why I withdrew $600 in cash. Well, you know where it used to be? It used to be $10,000 was the trigger. Now they're lowering it to 600 bucks. <laughs> Yep, and I, I, in today's inflation, and it's going to get worse, it, How a lot of us withdraw that much. I use a lot of cash, and I don't mm-hmm. like to use my card any more than I have to. But this is, the, this is government control, and I, it, they're doing it to us, and we're like, like you got gentleman mentioned yesterday, we're like the frog in the pot of water. We're just going along with it, and you know, and they made a big deal about tourists going through the Capitol building, and people been in that Capitol building before that didn't belong there. But they're making a big deal of it because they want to control your life. They don't want you to have a say. And the sooner we recognize that, we can do something about it. Did did I hear you say that the January 6th people were tourists? Most of them were. (laughs) They got carried away. They got carried away because they were infiltrated with FBI agents that excited the riot and and these other groups Black Lives Matter were there they recorded it they incited the riot and recorded it right. so they could build defenses <laughs> to make it look like Trump voters are crazy to overthrow the government well. that's what this is all about 
Well, I, I think they were normal tourists, except for actually smashing their way into the building and assaulting police officers. That was uh, that was radical. Right. And, oh, uh, the, excellent the people, point. They were there peaceful protesters. They got caught up in it, and right. now they're put in jail. And no, uh, who knows how long they're going to be there. Well, they're examples for me and for you. You better uh, shut up and do what you're told. Dan, I, I'm going to go back to the same argument I made with Eric, personal responsibility. If I see a group of people acting lawlessly, that doesn't mean I join in. I have to be the adult exactly. in the room, and I have to say, I'm not going to behave like this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get as far away from these people as I can. can. And yeah, and usually when I see a, a, a riotous mob of radicals breaking into a building, shouting, hang Mike Pence, and erecting a gallows with which to do it, and taking their zip ties to take people hostage, I don't get caught up in that. I go the other way, and that's what—that's what I—that's what, what you should do. Every night on the news, I'm not saying they did right. What I'm telling you, they're using this against the Trump people, the Trump voters. Hey, them people were caught up, highly emotional, Normal as tourists. I was. Right. I don't think I know. I wouldn't have went in. I know I would have stayed away, but they, the one lady that was shot was a patriot. She served in the Air Force. The only person that was killed was right. an Air Force veteran right. yep, we shot move on. in the neck. <laughs> and they're using this against Trump people okay. to make us look like the problem. Dan, we've got another caller. We have to go, All so right. we'll be fair Great to them. Talk, okay, take guys. care. Yeah, thank you, you so much. You have a great day. You, yeah, too, you too, buddy. Thank you. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Stand by, Micah. I got to hit this button or... or You'll be in trouble. Yeah, Tony's going to throw a pencil through the glass here. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, we thank Mike for waiting very patiently. He's been on the line more than the show's been on the air, but I appreciate it, sir. Thank you for your patience. Go right ahead. I'll always wait for the last bastion of free speech in America. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Seat. we got to go. That's us, huh? No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's your format. I'm not saying it's you. It's your format. Okay. But, uh, hey, your, your previous caller, there's a lot of people like him that, you know, believe that what happened in uh, communist China or Russia or Germany or any other number of countries that were taken over by the government and people were controlled, they think that can happen here. And, you know, this is the United States. We have 
politicians in Washington that we elected that care about us. They don't care about re- getting reelected. They just want what's best for the country. And, and there's not going to be any nefarious things going on where they try to control us and take away our freedoms. That's This is America. Are Come you, on. Are you all right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hang up and put the real mic on yeah, the phone well, right get away. The, get the real well, mic on the line, would you? <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say facetiously is it can happen here. Be warned. It can happen here. And just to highlight that, yesterday I got on your radio station, and it was my opinion that Joe Biden greenlighted harassment against women. Okay? And we had a bunch of people either text in, and I believe some even called, that, you know, said that I misrepresented what Joe Biden said. Well, you know what? There's an old saying in teaching. When you're going to teach something, you tell them what you're going to tell them, you tell them, and then finally you tell them what you told them. The last thing that you say is what you want them to know. And the last thing Joe Biden said was that type of harassment against women is just part of the process. He did not denounce it. He did not say stop it. He said it's part of the process. He green-lighted it and said it was okay with him. That's the bottom line. And anybody that disagrees with me, they can rationalize what he said in their minds any way they want to, but that's my belief. And furthermore, he knew that question was coming, and he was coached. He knew exactly what he was going to say and the manner in which he was going to say it and the words he was going to use, and he said it's part of the process, period. Yeah, he he did say that. You know, I'm sure that in an ideal world, he would not have people doing that to someone else, but if it suits his needs at the moment, if it's part of advancing his goal, you know, I'm sure he has no problem with the fact that they were trying to get his agenda passed, and I think that's probably more important to him than the fact that they may have been disrespectful to a woman. Well, and one of our listeners sent me a text who says, Mark, you said that President Trump would be an example of individual interested in taking away freedom through government, but President Trump only expressed opinions. He asked that players be fired. He took no action that might actually relate to that happen. He asked that protesters be arrested if necessary, but took no action that would lead to their arrests. So, and you're talking about things that President Trump, or I'm sorry, President Biden is doing that may lead to, you know, carrying out a policy or a change in policy. Exactly. And and I'm not saying the government is not going to say, you know, what do we have? We have freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. But, you know, going in and and videotaping people when they're in the bathroom, uh, you know, I don't know. There's kind of a line there. There's a, uh, you know, that's not woke, in my opinion. You know, the, the woke people should be going nuts over that. I think zealots misbehave, whether they're Republican or Democrat. You know, I think uh, what was the I, the ideological bent, the ilk of the people who followed Kirsten sent him into the bathroom? They were uh, part of the uh, Green New Deal. So they're sort of left-leaning individuals. I, I think right and left people misbehave under certain circumstances and that's a... Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's owned by the left, well, that's for sure. Well, let's stop and think about the left. Who was it that was harassing people like the former press secretary while she and her family were out dining? You know, it wasn't Republicans harassing Democrats. It was Democrats harassing, or I should say liberals, harassing conservatives. So you know of no examples where conservatives participated in any kind no, of harassment No, I'm just saying I think if you, if you look for real ownership here, it's on the left. I'm not saying the right doesn't yeah. participate, but the real ownership's on the left. I got you. That's just your, <laughs> your mistaken perspective. But anyway, go ahead. 
To Go. give you guys an example, I, uh, years ago, uh, I attended a uh, Right to Life rally in Washington, D.C., and I believe there was about a million people there. And when the people got up and left, I did not see any garbage anywhere on the ground. People picked up what they brought and put it in the garbage or took it with them, okay? And I've been to a lot of other rallies, a lot of other get-togethers that weren't, you know, Christian conservatives. And you know what? People left a mess. And I, and I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's people tailgating at Penn State, leaving their mess, let, you know, all over the place or any other, you know, concert or anything. But the particular thing was when the right wing got together in Washington, D.C., it was about a million of them, they didn't leave any garbage behind. Right. And, you know, those people, uh, yeah, there, there are radicals. There's radicals on both sides. You're exactly right. But when the radicals on the right do something, it's national news. We all hear about it. It's played up. It's bandied about, and those people are made examples of. But when that guy in Washington, D.C., or wherever it was, maybe it was Chicago, he kicks, He had a guy down on the ground. He was kicking his head, they, and they were beating on him mercifully. He almost killed him. And, and you know what? Was, was he used as an example of the left and how the left is out of control and you know, how they have to be uh, controlled? And finally, the last thing I want to say, the woman that testified yesterday, I've heard her do some uh, stuff on TV. I think she was on 60 Minutes. You know what? I know she's a lefty. Okay, you can just tell. And this isn't really about saving the children. This is about controlling Facebook and, and allowing the censorship to continue and making sure that uh, Facebook marches to the tune of what the Democrats want them to march to. Even though Zuckerberg donated close to $500 million to various uh, advocacy agencies that funneled that money in to get out the votes for the Democrat in the last elections. He's taken a little bit of heat, but they're using it under the guise of we have to protect the children. Well, you know what? Protect the children. Break up TikTok. Get them away from Facebook because that's where the kids are. The kids aren't really on Facebook anymore. There's a, there's a few, but no, the there's grand, not many. The grandparents <laughs> are on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and I'm there. That's right. Yeah, you, you've probably seen my stuff if you're looking for it. And it's people like me. And again, the, Facebook has been doing a great job uh, silencing anybody that undermines anything that the government's trying to put out on COVID. Okay? You know, now they're finally getting around to the uh, herd immunity talk and the idea that the, uh, if you have the antibodies, that, that gives you a lot of protection. But before they completely inert, uh, ignored that, but all the people that have been talking about herd immunity and have been talking about antibodies, they're all essentially banned from uh, YouTube and banned from Facebook. Oh, so, Mike, yeah, Mike. censorship is going on. we got to cut you off. Getting, okay, go we're ahead. Not, no, You're we're done. not allowed to I'm talk done. about herd immunity. We have to cut you off. Don't mention that ever again. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> we're censoring you. No, we do no, have to go. Not. we got to hit the road. But uh, thank you so much, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Always appreciate your, call. your calls. You, you know, it's, it's interesting that, well, you have to take a break, don't you? Yep. Okay, well, finish it. When All right, back. here we go. Hey, I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I want you to do what I've done. Drive a 2021 Ford Ranger. The particular one I did is the four-door with the five 
five-foot bed, but you get a two-door with a six-foot bed. And I'll tell you what, fabulous uh, truck. It was great. It's got the outlet in the bed, so you can plug things in, 110-volt outlet. It is an XLT. Which, what does that mean to you? Well, that means that's the one you can build on what you need, build, take out what you don't need, and get what you want. It has remote start. It's got the Ford Pass. It's got Sirius XM already built in. You can make sure that uh, it has hill hold and hill start assist and power locks and wind. I mean, power everything. It's just ridiculous. It has the telescoping steering wheel, so you can make sure you are 100% uh, comfortable in this truck. Uh, super truck, of course, gets better gas mileage, slightly sl smaller truck. Uh, the price after the discounts, $39,000. And that is a ton, of, well, it's actually four tons of truck, no, two tons of truck uh, for $39,000. So really, uh, that's a great price and great gasoline mileage, great truck. Sunbury Motor Company, the particular one I did was a 2021 Super Crew 4x4 with a 5-foot bed, but you can pick a different one. Uh, you can get one with a larger, the full-size motor, or you can get the 2.3-liter EcoBoost. you got a lot of choices, so please check them out at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. we got a caller standing by, but we'll take more comers. we got three emails and texts awaiting, so we'll try to glimpse at those. 1-800-795-9565. WKOK News Time. It is uh, now nine thirty-six. Are you okay, Joe? Yes. Do you want me to read that email? Yes, please. It's from Tom. He says, "I never realized the seriousness of lead paint till listening to this show. Dan must have ate it like candy." Says Tom. So, wh where is this guy who called in and said <laughs> I was rude to Eric? You know, let's let's have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At first, when we got that email, we set it aside. I thought, or I set it aside. I said, oh, I'm not going to read that. That's kind of mean spirited. But then I thought, well, that's our topic. You know, this idea of decorum and courtesy. Uh, right. Professionality and uh, yeah, courtesy. I like that. Okay, Chris. How bad I'm, has Joe? I'm sure. I'm sure glad I'm never rude to anybody. <laughs> Don't call Joe an idiot again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind today? Oh uh, well, well that that last call that went on and on and on. I understand why. Says but a man who's allowed on for eight minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he, he beat my eight minutes. <laughs> I think you were on for eleven I one know, time. It was seven. And you, hung, was you hung up on me with no calls left. Aha! Uh -huh. After eleven <laughs> minutes, yeah. Yes, eight minutes. I think it was. But in any case. That's not what I called him out. It's that he uh, he twisted uh, he twisted Biden's words again. He never said it was allowable. He says that's the world we live in today that that happens. And as far as it being a not a Republican thing, that one crazy uh, representative from Florida. Uh, I can't remember her name. She got elected by, well, before she got elected, she was falling around uh, the parents who had their kill, kids killed in school massacres, telling them it was a, a oh. fiction and harassing them. What the heck is and her name? Uh, she wasn't she from Florida. I know you mean it's not from Florida. I think she's from Georgia or Alabama. Uh, yeah, Georgia. I thought it was Florida. No, it's Georgia. Can't okay, I'll believe you. Cray cray. Yeah. And and uh, she also uh, harasses fellow representatives the same way in Congress. And the whole thing started with the Tea Party. Well, it didn't start. There were various things before that. But the, the Tea Party actually 
actions early on. It's what <laughs> shut down personal uh, town hall meetings. You'll be happy. You'll be happy, Chris. Littered on both sides with people who attacked. Chris, you'll be happy to hear the party who led that. Chris, Chris, you'll be happy to hear this. I googled "crazy Republican Congresswoman" and, and Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green came up <laughs> first thing. <laughs> That's enough of it. And of course, there is no there is no bias on the part of Google or any of these online services. Well, this is indisputable. <laughs> this isn't. A, that's a bipartisan opinion. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, and it was the Tea Party who started that harassment where you couldn't have town hall meetings anymore. Yeah, that's right. That and was now, over the health bill. They've ruined that forever. Yes, it seems like they have, and that's a shame. All right, what and, else? And, well, then... Well, let's see. That, that led that led someplace else, but we'll let that go for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I'll let it go. That's all, all right. I had planned. So wow. There are a lot of things we want to talk about. I'd like to talk about, but we'll start over someday. All right. Thank you so much, thanks, Chris. Chris. Just thanks for being a great uh, listener. We appreciate care. that. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. You can uh, email us at on the com and do as two individuals have done. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You can do whatever you want to. <laughs> well, I'm just interested. You can't do two things at one time. You had to stop talking to turn on a fan. <laughs> I told you before, men can't do two things at once. Yes, he can. I was just on the computer and talking to Chris at the same uh, time. No, no, right. no, no, no. The real thing is what you did. You talked to Chris during pauses between sentences. You looked at the keyboard and put your hands on it. Then you talked to Chris, and then when no, you were done with the sentence. Then both at the same time. All right, no. All right, one, one of our other. texters says, Hello, Mark Zuckerberg is the richest person, number one on the Forbes list. Trump was dropped from their list this year. Yes, tax the 1%. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I heard that too. I guess President Trump, his wealth started declining once he started running for president and has been on, uh, on the way down. Now, he's still worth, you know, $40 billion or something something like that, but he's not on the, or he maybe two of us. He didn't take his salary, you recall. Yeah, I think it's 200 some billion dollars, but yeah, he's not on the top of this list. So I think you have to be worth like 250 billion to be on the list. So. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. There was an interesting story yesterday. Some of the people on the left were spreading the rumor that when Steve Scalise was shot, Mm -hmm. uh, Representative Congressman Scalise, that uh, uh, Melania Trump wouldn't visit with his family in the White House. They said, uh, hello. She said, I've already said hello and wouldn't meet with them. And they published, President Trump published pictures of them, stand, her standing with the family. <laughs> you know, so th these lies and this, you know, we have to demonize the other side, I guess. All right. So. Dan, Dan eats lead paste what, paint. What is this? Project Veritas. Project Ver uh, somebody we've never heard complete. from did send us a text, which is wonderful. We appreciate that. It says, Project Veritas, COVID-19 vaccine exposed part for Pfizer. So I guess that means something to somebody. So well, thank you. Project Veritas probably has come up with some allegedly damning information. And they wrote a four-part story about it, so oh, that would be my guess. You can extract that from there? <laughs> Joe, you are pretty intuitive. Hey, what do you know? And then another emailer says, Recently, Dr. Fauci was asked about natural immunity, him being an infectious disease organization for decades. Why would you think he had no current opinion? He actually, as a current opinion, he's been busy backtracking his statement that probably it's too early to think about getting together for the holidays as families. 
again, he wants us to separate ourselves from everybody else. Well, and I think his herd immunity comment stems from the fact that because individuals, so so many people, so many of us Americans won't get vaccinated, it's clear that we're not going to wipe this out, that this is going to be with us forever. And so until the, you know, I mean, I mean, unless we were to finally get a handle on uh, getting more people vaccinated. But if half the country doesn't want to get vaccinated, well, then we're, we're going to have the disease forever. We'll, we'll never have herd immunity. Well, I'm interested in, in what uh, Eric would do about the Halloween parades coming up. They're outside. You know, am I, are we all supposed to go to the Halloween parade wearing masks? Well, I think what about can... the kids in the bands and the floats? You know, are they allowed to participate? Or are they going to be denied the opportunity to have fun because we're well, worried everybody's about Everybody's having them. a parade and huh? no masking required. Well, Although you can wear an N95 if you're concerned about that. We have Ken from Louisville, Kentucky on the phone. Ken, are you from Louisville, Kentucky? No, it's Ken from Lewisburg. Oh, <laughs> Louisville, okay. He's a Bucknell grad. <laughs> All right, well, then that you're the other Ken. All right. All right, we got two other calls yeah, coming I'm, in. You might have another one from Louisville, but that's not me. Okay. <laughs> I, I could change my accent if you'd like me to. That'd but, be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my only question was, um, you were talking about taxes and so forth and so on, and wasn't there a national, not only social media, but general people waving signs push for buy, for Trump's tax return, right? Yet there's no coverage of Biden's. Anybody read those articles or look at his tax returns? I actually happen to. Oh, really? He has, five, he has like five different sub-S-corps, which I don't want to get too bored with, but... Um, yeah, he probably used loopholes to save close to 700000 the way it was figured out, but no one covers that. So he does not pay, bottom line is he does not pay his fair share of taxes, correct? No, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he is using the corporate structure just like everyone else does, but yet is accused of being a thief. He's doing it himself. Any decent accountant can put you in that direction. I've owned three sub S corps in my life, and that's it's part of what you do. Um, it, it's where it goes. And as far as the fair share, more, you really got to pay a little closer attention to who pays what in this country, because you know the most. And I, I don't quote me and fact check me perfectly on this. But 90% of the revenues that come into our U.S. government come from 10% of the people. That's, yeah. that's just a complete fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, when you're saying tax the rich, okay, fine. Actually, what they're doing is they're trying to get to that middle income who really isn't, aren't paying taxes. You know, you hear about tax returns. Everyone gets excited because they get their money back and then they go out and buy something, right? Right. Well, that's the middle people. That's the middle earners that these bills and so forth are actually attacking. Um, this this bill is putting, uh, a, for instance, a, a, they're adding 25% onto the cigarette tax. Now, I don't smoke, but that 25%, uh, if you look at the populace of people that smoke, is lower income so you just hurt them you didn't help them i mean there's so many little nuances in this that you 
you, you really have to read it. In addition, the one thing in there um, is I don't know where either of you live, and I really don't want to, um, but in our area, which is nice, um, they're trying to put in this housing bill that there's no longer single home right. zoning. Yeah, that's no longer single home zoning. Anywhere. Anywhere. And what is the justification for that? Equity. We, uh, we must have residential equity. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly what they're claiming. Everybody should have the same right to live in the same place all the time. Doesn't matter if you have any money or whatever. Bust them in. <laughs> bust them out. And I, I don't mean that in a condescending manner. I'm just using it as a for example. But, yes, that's exactly what they're saying. All that right. will make things equal. And what they're also trying to do with that is then they get to control the tax revenues that come in. Because if you don't change your zoning, then you don't get the fund. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with that. And, you know, you, what your earlier comment about uh, taxes, the soak the rich thing, if they, if they would just close the loopholes on the tax laws we already have and make sure that everybody follows the laws that are on the books fairly, I think we would solve our problem of revenue without needing to soak the rich. Well, there there are people throughout the world, you understand, that do nothing but pour through these these things to make sure other people don't pay. Right. I mean, it's just a, it's just a fact of life, and it, it's on the book. So if you can take advantage of it, it's like saying um, when you're throwing a pitch. I know I can throw a curveball, and it's probably not going to hit the strike zone. But if I get him to swing, he's still out. All right, we got you, Ken. Thank hey, you thanks, so much Ken. for calling back or, or calling at all. And now and, we'll uh, get you. We're from Lewisburg, not Louisville. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That was kind of funny. Right. <laughs> thanks, Ken. Thank you so much. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine. Up, up. Our show's going to be over. We got enough calls for the rest of the show. So stand by, callers. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. <laughs> All right, I'm a terrible co-producer here, just to let the record reflect. All right, Cindy, you are next up on WKOK's On the Mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I heard earlier someone saying we'll never get to herd immunity because half the country won't get vaccinated. I don't see how we'll ever get to herd, herd immunity, period. And here's why. Do people who get vaccinated still get COVID? The answer is yes. They've they've revealed that at length across our country. And they say, don't worry about that. They even are spreaders. Don't worry about that because you don't get as sick. So 
there, it clearly, even for people who have received vaccination, there is probably a strong chance they'll catch the COVID. They just won't get so sick. So we're never going to eliminate it from our country. That's an unrealistic expectation. Even if you wanted to do that, we have open borders. And we allow people to come from all over the world to our country, and there's enormous pressure to continue to do that because of the economic issues associated with it. They're not going to change that, and there's no intervention that these people, they, oh, please. When they had that U.N. meeting a week or so ago, they took it on good faith that all those dignitaries from all over the world who said, oh, yes, I've been vaccinated, oh, yes, I am negative, just good faith. Nobody tested them. They didn't have to produce a card or credentials to show that. Just good faith, right? That it's it's just uh, an unrealistic goal to have uh, to eliminate this illness. So then, what is a realistic goal? We got to learn to live with it. All right. And yeah, I think point. we have to be rational in dealing with each other while we do that. You know, if you go out, I've been out west. It's an amazing experience. I hope all of us get an opportunity to travel the American West. You know, if you go to the Grand Canyon, did you know there's no fence? You can walk <laughs> right off the right edge. Right to the edge if you so choose. You can walk right off. In fact, sadly enough, some people do, either on purpose or by accident. If you go to Yosemite, there's a very famous point, right? And there's, in fact, pictures all over the park, posters, this guy, and he's a hiker, and he's standing there with his foot up on a rock looking off that point. Last year, a guy fell off that point. I mean, if you go to the national parks out west, there is a sign, a very compelling sign, all over the place. And do you know what it says? Your safety is your responsibility. I agree. All right. You know, if you if you behave in a risky fashion, you can expect that you might suffer consequences. That people who do not behave in a risky fashion, like I don't go up to the edge of these things. I wasn't out on that point. They're not going to experience that. All right, we so gotta let's go. Be rational. I'm, re- I'm with Thank you, you Cindy. I'm with you, Cindy. Thank you. Appreciate the <laughs> Appreciate call. The call. Uh, Mark from Watsontown, you are next on WKOK's On the Mark. All right. First of all, all those people that are involved in that riot situation back in January should have been charged and given an uh, opportunity for bail and on the court date. They haven't. They're, they're languishing in jails down there. That's unconstitutional. Uh, I'm worried about uh, the situation with the school boards and the. Uh, having FBI involved possibly in the future. If you uh, protest too much in some of these school board meetings, you could uh, have a knock on the door. But here's the main thing I called about China. You don't, you're not uh, talking about enough about China. They're about ready to move on Taiwan. Uh, the situation that in Afghanistan, I think, is leading to that. It showed weakness, and I don't know if you'll have to worry about COVID in another six months. They're going to move. And uh, our allies are doing more than, than Canada is. Uh, uh, I don't know where Canada is. They're trying to be neutral. I don't see how you can be neutral on something like that. But it's a very dangerous situation over there. And I, I just want to emphasize that to you fellas. You've got to talk more about China because they're getting very aggressive. And, uh, and they're going to take over the South China Sea, too. It's, uh, it's a bad time. Well, every time we talk about China, somebody calls in and say, says we're xenophobic. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> All you got to do is look at what's going on over there. They buzz them, they're buzzing the island more and more just about every day with the warplanes, which is uh, against their, their air, uh, air uh, 
uh, what is that? What's that word? Um, air they force? have uh, air, air um, superiority uh, or uh, no, their uh, airspace. The, the, uh, Taiwan has a, a certain amount of airspace up there, and they're violating it. Gotcha. But uh, okay. I'm very upset about this, and we could be at war before Christmas. I mean, that's how bad it's getting over there, and uh, people are just ignoring it. Well, it was a long time ago, but I can remember one of my high school teachers in current events telling me that he wasn't worried about Russia. He was more worried about China, and that was in the yeah. 1960s. So <laughs> It's only gotten worse. It has right, gotten worse so since much, then. Mark. Thanks for calling thank you, in. We'll take yeah. a look at that. Uh, I'll, catch, I'll catch you guys later. Have a good day. You yes, too, Mark. You too, take buddy. care. Thank you. All right, Bob, last caller of the day. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Uh, good morning. How's it going? Not too it's good. It's been uh, a really interesting uh, day with your... Uh, I don't even know where to begin because uh, if Dan thinks that those tourists went to the capital, I want to take him down to to Harrisburg, our capital, and see what happens. Well, I think we'll all be shot. Just go in there and say you want to lynch Jake Corman, and, and they'll let you in. They'll take you to his office. <laughs> and, and that's the crazy thing. And they, they were even saying <laughs> about, you know, where's Nancy Pelosi, blah, blah, blah. It's it's so funny that everybody's blaming every, everything on the left when the right does the same thing. They and don't see know, it that way, though. Is, uh, Fox is celebrating 25 years, and they're the number one talk show. Bob, uh, the people on <laughs> the left don't. Lie. Or people on oh, the right no, it's don't not. See they it are number way. one. Uh, we see the ratings. Fox is number one. Period. Mm, I don't think oh they're necessarily God. always. Yes, anyone. they are. They're the number one source for news in the country. No. Oh. They are. Ah, that's a good one. Oh, oh, oh. You may You're not like it, show. but that's the truth. You're getting a lump of coal. Uh, Bob, we'll <laughs> let you wrap up. I also, I just want to tell people, even though I'm vaccinated and I might be able to spread coronavirus or the, the virus, I, it might not be as deadly as somebody that doesn't have the vaccination. Hopefully, we will get a vaccination that is 100% that keeps you immune it's like there's no such thing as herd immunity i mean i can get sick today and second, i can get sick again next week with the same thing second caller so, who has a healthcare background to say that in the past 20 minutes all right thank you bob thanks bob thank call you, again thank you thank you thank you everybody who listened thank you everybody who called thank you people who texted thank you people who emailed thank you people who produced Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Joe. Oh, I've got it at the end, huh? <laughs> well, I saved the very, very best for last. Thank you, Tony. This is WKOK Sunbury.